You're listening to Rhinon Radio, Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas, checking in from Adelaide, Australia. Team Trek Segafredo's Kiel Rhinon tour down under stage five today. Kiel, we really wanted to check in with you daily. Logistics were just making that really tough to connect. Any way you can think back a couple of stages uh, to stage three? Yeah, logistics and, and not to mention the uh, 10 or whatever hour time change we got here. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, stage three would have been the, the corkscrew, um, which, uh, is kind of a gnarly climb, but it's relatively short, maybe three and a half K, something like that. Um, and it, uh, it starts with a, uh, a really sharp downhill, uh, descent, maybe 15 K long and, um, and then into a hard left hand and, uh, and then the climb starts. So. It's a real fight to get into that. Um, the main goal was was just to uh, to get our three guys uh, who were climbing well into that turn in good position um, and uh, and not crash. Uh, of course, towards the top of that descent, uh, one of our guys did go down, so uh, we were down to two options at that point. And um, the day went 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 reasonably well. Both those guys finished in the the chase group um, for I think they were fighting for 13th place or so as where our first guy finished. So um, not too much time lost. And then uh, went into the next stage, um, which is a reduced field sprint and uh, definitely a rough day for myself, but good for the team. Jacko was up there in third place, so um, that was that was definitely a good. Good day for us. Took a lot of teamwork to get him there. We had to chase after the climb to get him back into the group. Um, and uh, I definitely just had a had an off day and it felt pretty miserable most of the day. But um, a really hard start. We, we had a 10K climb straight out of the gate. So everyone was, was under pressure pretty much immediately. And then today was uh, another uphill finish. And uh, so we just looked after Jack and Peter, uh, who were still sitting in the GC and um, made sure they, they had shelter all day. There was, there was a lot of wind, crosswinds, uh, but in the end, it, it didn't play much of a role. And uh, we lucked out yesterday. There was supposed to be a, a, some gnarly crosswinds, and, and they got hit here in Adelaide with like 100 k an hour gusts and Whoa. violent rainstorm, and somehow we, uh, we evaded it all day. I think we, we kind of rode, rode in a circle around it. Now, your first two stages, you were uh, held up due to flats. No problems there from, from then on out? Yeah, that, that, at least that has that is shifted <laughs> for me, changed. Uh, Lux was, uh, was more on our side for, for the last few stages. Uh, just um, need to work our way into the season. Uh, the legs are definitely feeling the first stage race. It's... Uh, it's always a little bit um, hard after the first couple of stages. You, you just, you know, at home we've all, all been doing two, three-day blocks, and so you get to stage four and, and um, the body starts to come undone a bit. But how's the team feeling overall? Oh, yeah, spirits are, are high. Um, it's been it's been definitely a, a good uh, couple of weeks for us. We've all um, got along well and, and gotten to know more about each other's strength and weaknesses and, uh, had, um, some highs and lows at the race, which is standard bike racing. And, um, I think we've, we, we all definitely have, uh, 
have a good place to start for the rest of the season. How large is the team that traveled down there? Um, with staff, I think we were probably 12, 12 people. So it is a really good place for you to kind of kick off the season and, and get to know each other, like you said. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of guys come down here early to train, and um, the the courses are a bit shorter, which is nice early season. Um, but it's you know hard, punchy racing, so uh, it's definitely not a cakewalk. And then uh, tell us a little bit about what's coming up tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow is the final uh, circuit race. Should be a sprint finish. It's usually a little bit of a war because um, a lot of guys in that top 10 will be close on time and, and want to uh, jump around and reshuffle the GC. So, uh, it's not, it's not a parade race, uh, even though a handful of us would be, wouldn't complain if it was. <laughs> um, but it is, it usually does end in a sprint. So, uh, we'll be looking after, uh, Jacko for that. And, um, and he's got a good, good shot at another podium, if not a win, uh, or he was second in the crit. So, uh, he's, he's definitely sprinting well. And then uh, how do you recover after this? What what events do you have coming up, and how much time do you have to to rest up? I will recover by getting on a 20-something-hour flight and then uh, deal with jet lag for a few days and probably uh, a couple of easy rides and, uh, and then back to training. Yeah, I was kind of worried you were going to say that with the flight. <laughs> How do your yeah. legs actually deal with that? I mean, do you wear like compression boots or anything? I, I would think that would make recovery really difficult. Uh, yeah, it does. Uh, we do wear that um, that kind of stuff mostly uh, just as kind of a precaution. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it definitely seems to help a bit. Uh, but... Yeah, flight's not the greatest recovery. You're dehydrated and you can't move around much, and um, then you got to deal with jet lag again. Uh, Keel, I'm really looking forward to catching up with you tomorrow after Stage Five and uh, Tour Down Under wraps up. Thanks very much for taking the time to visit with us. Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be glad to see the finish line. Ryan and Radio, Boulder, Colorado, Trek Sigafredos, Keel Ryan checking in from Adelaide, Australia.